Last time on Cloudfall. After a fight nearly broke out between Guy and Huber, the party was able to turn the tension down and get some space. They stepped away to discuss their next move, but it turned out Mikey was listening nearby. They convinced him to keep what he heard to himself and eat some sweets in Poppy's wagon instead. Later that evening, Guy got one of his memories back from Huber. As it turns out, Guy's past might be a little unsavory. When he stepped out to get some air, he and Poppy were distracted by the sound of distant drums. They traced it down to find the young turtle had created a beat machine in the basement of Tower 33. They only got in a few minutes of dancing before they heard someone's gurgling death rattle come through the echo bells. And now the whole island is shaking. ourselves in the basement of Tower 33. You're all still in front of the Echo Bell beat machine created by the young turtle, and the island just shook, and these are some scared young turtle that need some comforting. Um, I believe you guys were talking about maybe meeting up with Huber to get this figured out or something, mm -hmm. but the island just stopped shaking, and things have settled down for a moment here. Um, d does it do that often? Yeah, is, is that normal here? It's really not. It's, I've never felt that before. Would any of us from um, Farewell have felt like an earthquake like that before? I mean, maybe an actual earthquake, but this was more violent than that. Okay. And, and we're up in the sky, and, and I don't like that. Do you know where the prime archivist would be, Mikey or others? He's probably asleep by now, but if he's not, he's in the, the primary meeting house. You can be sure that rattling woke him up. Yeah, maybe we should go to the meeting house. That that might be where everybody gathers. What do we do? Come on with. Guy, do you want to lead the way? I would lead the way. <laughs> Great idea. All right. All right, so all of you and the young turtle? All of them. All right, you all uh, track back out to the primary meeting house. You see Huber is standing outside talking with April. He's holding a lantern on a rope. Uh, he looks at you with uh, kind of concerned eyes. You must have felt it too, wherever you were. We sure did. We also heard something. Yeah, Prime Archivist, uh, can we get the young turtles somewhere safe and then we can fill you in on some other details? Uh, uh, of course. Uh, April, please, see to their safety. Yes, Prime Archivist. The baby turtles are gone now? Yeah, you're all inside the primary meeting house. They're not babies. They're teenagers. <laughs> <laughs> well, all they eat is pizza, so. Teenage, normal, normal turtle. <laughs> Training to be archivists. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we're at the meeting house. Mm -hmm. We heard something through one of the echo bells, and um, I think we need to investigate uh, potential death. 
in the mines? Probably a lot of a lot of death. Yes, they seem very dead. I think um, the teenage turtles said that they were in the entrance or near the opening of one of the most common mines. Ah, uh, yes, the miners that came with you. They're using a small uh, warming house near the entrance of the mine. It's where they left their supplies. I believe only some of them work in shifts. The others are supposed to be in that house. They said that they thought they saw someone, a person, and then we heard um, what sounded like someone dying. It was an attack, a surprise attack. Do you know of anyone else on this skyland or anyone that would wish people harm here? Or is there anything in the mines that could harm them? We occasionally find strange creatures in the mines, but... Nothing more menacing than an oozling. We should see if anyone's still alive there. If there's danger in the mines, do you and your people have any means of defending yourselves? Other than the... And Journey points up and kind of waves at the clouds. He nods. Might want to get that all ready to go. Shred is our most seasoned martial fighter on the island right now. I fear he may not be enough. Well, we can certainly help. I mean, I don't want to speak for everybody, but I certainly can help. We will find this creature and slay it, if necessary. Aaron's twirling a knife in her fingers (laughs) and says, Point me in the direction of the mine. I'll help you. Can you contact Shred and send him our way, just in case we need backup? But I think we're raring to go. I can do that. Make no mistake, if I feel the need, I will call upon Cree. Was that a threat? Oh. It's not a threat, but a reminder. There are other options. You need not sacrifice yourself. Find out what the danger is and tell us so that we can solve it the way we solve our issues. Okay. Do you have an echo bell that we can communicate with you? We can give you one of ours. I have one hanging from the door of Tower 13, but no extras with me at the moment. Oh, uh... We got like 12 dozen, so... (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I think you guys have three pairs right now. Do you want to give him one? Sure. Okay. So I think you've got one between the two of you, one between you and Mikey, and now one between you and Huber. Is that the setup? Yeah. Okay. Am I the operator? <laughs> you got, yeah, you yeah. have three individual oh. bells. Yep. <laughs> I better not get lost. Yeah, you're the, you're the switchboard person. Hello? Oh, no. Is that hello? <laughs> Please, I beg you to make haste. I don't know what this is, but I've never felt the island shake like this. Great, cool, very comforting. All right, let's go, I guess. Please warn us before you send for the bird. I'll do that. All right, we're off. I will lead the way. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah, you guys are back out into the darkness, and uh, you head off in the direction that Huber had indicated to find that uh, mining house or the little supply shack that they set up in. Um, Not too far from where you guys are, you're traveling back out to the west end of the island, near that big grassy slope. You follow it farther down than you had before. And along this rim, there's another one of those warming houses built into the side of a mountain following a ramp that kind of goes further down this island. There is light on inside this, and you can hear two people talking inside. A guy will rap on the door. The voices stop talking, and a woman opens the door and says, Uh, can I help you? Yes, it is... Us from the ship, you may remember, the flying oh, yeah, ship that yeah. brought us to this island. Definitely. Yeah, you are uh, 
man? Yes, I am a man. Is that... What was your name? You may call me Guy. Okay, Guy. Yeah, uh, come in, all of you. Come right in. Come inside. Uh, I'm Bria. Uh, this is Barry. Barry looks up at you all. He looks extremely disappointed to see all of you. And he kind of goes, sup? Uh, I will not remember any of these names. <laughs> did you experience this violent shaking earlier? Yeah, we did. It was intense. Was that you? It wasn't us. No. It was not us. Have you been in contact with any of your mining friends? Oh, um, she looks over at a candle on the wall. She goes, they're not going to be back for another hour or two. I fear it may be longer than that. Did they call in or? We will just go check on them. Um, just keep your wits about you. Are they okay? We don't know yet. They may be fine. Phil um, is still in there. Right. Look, we'll check this out. Hey, Marty and Farah are in there too, but you don't care about Marty and Farah. Shut up, Perry. All right, we won't look for those two first. Do they look familiar? Like, I mean, you had seen them on the, okay. the Heavenly Feather, but they didn't make an impression. What race are they? Uh, all human. Okay. Easy. Easy. Uh, <laughs> uh, Barry, uh, how many how many people did you have down there right now? Uh, so we got like three in there at a time, and then we're supposed to switch out like one at a time. But I was planning on skipping my shift. I don't feel very good, but. So the. So there's three in there right now? Right now, yeah. Okay. Can I do an insight check on he said he didn't feel good? Yeah. <laughs> Tiny dice. Fifteen. You get the sense that he is shaken and trying to hide it. Why are you not feeling well? Well, I don't know why. Probably some bad food on that stupid boat. I don't know. You will not disparage the name of Poppy's Dunkers like that. Yeah, <laughs> I made perfectly good food. Oh, I, I didn't know you were the chef. Sorry, like. Well, how whatever. rude! Well, how, speaking about rude, you guys just crash on a date like this, or like you just crash in like this. A date? No, that's, I didn't. That's not what I said. <laughs> Rhea looks up at you guys and just rolls her eyes. All right. Well, we're kind of in a hurry, and I think we should get going. Uh. Don't y'all worry. We're going to find your three people that were down there. Um, not without me, you're not. What the hell? I'm going with you. It sounds like they're in danger. Right, but you need to stay up here and protect this part. You want me to protect Barry? <laughs> <laughs> yes, Barry, but also just this area. If we go into the mine and something comes out that ain't us, there's going to be trouble. So we need someone else to stand guard. <sighs> okay, yeah. And to report back to Yarhar. Yeah. Yeah, that's fair. All right. Um, why don't you guys take our stuff then? You're going to need some kind of equipment when you're down there. Here. She shows you to a huge, like, duffel bag kind of thing that they had brought with them containing a lot of mining gear. They have headlamps. They have glow sticks that you can crack and throw. They have uh, a, a single bismite pick with them. It's a special device used for mining bismite. They also have blasting caps. Ooh. Are they hats that blow your head off? Yes. <laughs> the most deadly hats you've ever <laughs> worn. Uh, they've also got mundane things, you know, ropes, harnesses, helmets, extra boots, gloves, pry bars, hammers, uh, including a medicine kit as well, if you needed that. Uh, just speaking logistics here, there's enough headlamps for everybody. Uh, there are five glow sticks, a single bismite pick, and three blasting caps. Do we want to allocate those? 
So everyone gets a headlamp. I think guys should have the pick. Yeah, I'll take the pick. Okay. Someone else can take the explosives. I want one. It's three blasting caps. I mean, you can take all of them. I have magic. Me too. What do the blasting caps look like? Uh, essentially like a stick of dynamite. Could I attach it to a crossbow bolt <laughs> and shoot it? Yes. Okay, great. <laughs> Do we have the time for you to craft that, though? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, I would say, actually, if you want to do that now and here, it would save you the trouble later on. Yeah, I'll uh, craft them to real quick. I'll tie them to um, something. Do I need to do a roll? Yeah, give me an intelligence check just to see where that ends up. Big day. So the blasting caps by nature have a chance to go out when you throw them and not explode. Doing it on a crossbow bolt, I think, would make it more likely to go out. So we'll Probably. see how, how effective this is. I was thinking Poppy should take the medicine kit. Yeah, I'll do that. Okay. Oh, baby. <laughs> was it that one? That one. Natural one. Okay. Um, when you're doing dynamite, that's fine, right? Yeah. So you guys see Aaron like try to tie like in a nice little bow to tie the stick of dynamite to a crossbow bolt. And then she goes, good. And then all of a sudden it just falls off and she goes, oh, damn it. And like does it again and it falls off and then does it a third time and it just barely stays. And she's like, okay, perfect. <laughs> uh, okay. <laughs> Did I only do one of them then? Uh, yes. And okay. there are three total. All right. I'll just give up on the other ones. Okay. But you have all three of them? Yep. Sounds mm-hmm. good. Well, Aaron, whatever you're planning for, I hope it doesn't happen. <laughs> Aaron just like turns their back to door and is like, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Bria looks up at you one more time and says uh, you're looking for three people uh, two guys one girl uh, Marty uh, Farah and Philip J. Collins <laughs> boy why Marty Philip and Marty Farah and Philip and which is the one you like the most that we should care about the most well I mean Philip J. Collins is pretty important to me but uh-huh. yeah I mean they're all they need to be saved of course. Okay. Well, one of them's probably dead, but we'll do our best. Let's go. Yeah, I'd head out. All right. You leave two stunned miners <laughs> in the warming house. What? They got to know what happened. I mean, whatever. They'll be paying attention now. Yeah. And honestly, if word gets back to Yarhar when they come back, maybe it'll keep others from going in those mines. I hope the dead one is not Philip J. Collins. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I would like to make sure my loafers of levitation and big britches belt are on. Okay. Okay. Uh, what's our snack situation? Um, I think I gave you guys stuff at the beginning. Yeah. Oh, uh, I also have another one. Erin, you can have that. What is it? A fiber field cake. Uh, you consume it as a bonus action. Um, and you get the following effects for the next minute. You have resistance to bludgeoning, piercing, and slashing damage from non-magical attacks. You have advantage on strength and con saves and on any effect that would knock you back or cause you to fall prone. Yeah. And then I have one Cinnabomb to give Doran. Okay. Uh, you radiate an aura of cinnamon heat. All creatures near you at the end of each of your turns must make a dex save or suffer 1d4 fire damage per level used in the recipe, which I believe I believe it's a first level, so it would just be 1d4. You effectively become a flaming sphere. <laughs> okay, cool. Yeah. It's a ginger snap. <laughs> so the five of you exit the mining warming house without Bria and Barry. 
Near the hill where Journey went by herself earlier, there's a sloping spiral that follows her on the outer edge of the island. And right now it's night and it's dark out to where only your tools and occasional moonlight are there to guide you. The night wind is relentless this close to the edge of the island. And in some places the path is getting really narrow. You walk with the stone cliff on your right and a path, just four feet of loose gravel, four feet wide, separate you from open air on your left. And it's somewhat clear weather now. So when you look off the ledge of the island to your left, you can see clearly about 100 feet down to the tops of the clouds. That's really high up. Here, here, uh, Poppy, can you hold this? I'll hold this piece of rope. Let's all grab a piece of the rope and I feel a little better. My hand is like directly above my head holding on to it. <laughs> <laughs> this way, if one falls, we all fall. <laughs> you guys continue shimmying across that narrow little ledge and you see up ahead that there had been some damage to the island when it shook. The path had fallen away. You can still see a clear landing where the entrance of the mine begins, but there's a huge gap of open air between you and it. That's probably not good, right? Hmm. Straight across? Straight across, about 10 feet. You can see fresh rock that had split away where the island literally rended itself. So it's like a crevice? Right, yeah, but when you look down into that crevice, you're seeing clouds, not ground. It's a big gap. Um, Aaron is tying a rope to their harness um, and hands it to Doran and says, hold on. And Aaron takes a running jump to jump across. Oh, oh my gosh. Um, I also have second story work, which increases the distance I can make by four feet okay. for a running jump. Mm-hmm. How far is the gap? Uh, it's about 10 feet across. Okay. Yeah, I got this. I need you to roll athletics for me. Acrobatics? Mm, if you can make an argument for how you're going to acrobatically improve your chances of getting across, it's going to be athletics. Do a flip. It says if I can perform an acrobatic stunt, mm-hmm. including okay. dives, rolls, somersaults, and flips. I uh, give a shake on the rope to pass along some bardic inspiration. Nice. Okay. Nice. Yeah. I will do a tuck and a front flip as I go across. Okay. Count it. <laughs> it's a big difference. It's seven difference point, Like Wow. To do acrobatics Ooh. versus yeah. athletics. So. Plus the D6 from John's inspiration. 17. <laughs> All right. It's not nothing. Uh, Aaron lands with no issues whatsoever. Just a clean hop skip, made it look easy, lands on the other side. No problems. Doran, you're still holding out of the rope. Who's going next? Um, I'm going to pull the rope and try to find, um, is there anything I can tie the end of the rope around? Uh, yeah, there's a tree over here you can tie it onto. Okay. I'm going to tie up the end of the rope, so if anyone wants to try to cross that way. I'll go up to the rope. Okay. Deep breath. Okay, you got this, Poppy. I grab onto the rope, mm-hmm. and then I let go, and I cast Misty Stone. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right, you're on the other side. Who is third? Maybe we need someone on the outside still. And, you know, I could stay in contact with you all. Doran, get your ass over here. <sighs> Sorry for swearing. It's all right. Um, Misty Step seems like a great option. Unfortunately, I will probably want to leave as well. Oh, boy. Um, Dorn, if you need some help, I might be able to help you. How's that, Journey? So, one of the abilities of my swarm Mm -hmm. is that 
I can make an attack and have the swarm affect the creature that I attack. Okay. I would like to give Dorn a friendly punch. <laughs> Dude, what does that mean? <laughs> Kick him across the gap kind of thing? I'm just going to punch him, and then my swarm can basically float him across the gap. Mm-hmm. What? <laughs> Are you warning Dorn of what you're doing before you do it? Um, I put a hand on Doran's shoulder, and I say, Hey, Doran. Yeah? I'm just going to need you to take a real deep breath real quick, all right? As you do, perhaps right before, the island begins to shake. Oh, no, sure. no, no, no. Aaron and Poppy, you hear this of rocks cracking right next to you. You can feel the ground beneath you shifts two inches downwards, and you can feel it loosen, and pieces of it begin to crumble away. This entire landing platform is starting to disintegrate. Poppy, no! And uh, Aaron's gonna try to scoop her up and jump. Back across? No, up. Into the mine? Yeah. Okay. God, that's such a bad idea. Um, so We're all gonna die. Yeah, on this other side of this, you got about 30 feet until the front of the mining door. The whole thing is something I thought you meant just the part by the edge. Yes, this. I mean, like, everything up to the mining platform, the whole thing is falling away. I mean, you- I think I'm gonna try to climb over the rocks and get, you know, like, running climb on whatever is in front of me to get to the mine. Like, as it's falling? Yeah. Okay. Oh god, oh god, oh god. Poppy, are you letting yourself be taken or? I have no choice in the matter. I am tiny. All right. (laughs) All right. Uh, The two of you are scrambling in. Give me an, uh, yeah, I need an athletics from you. Nat 20. Oh my god. God. Okay. But minus one. (laughs) Okay. So in the midst of this, Poppy like reaches up for the rope and it snaps immediately as the tree begins to pull away from the wall. And you see the tree just kind of like fall lamely off the side of the island. The rocks begin to tumble away, kind of like turning into sand as they do. And you see Aaron start to fall on this platform of rock. And then she jumps off of the falling piece onto another piece that's mid-fall. She grabs Poppy and just keeps jumping on these falling rocks until she reaches the front of the mine entrance and she disappears inside. Are you okay? I don't know. I, I think I might be dead. Okay, we'll just stay it to the edge because this cave might cave in too and we'll have to climb out. Poppy, are you okay? I'm alive. Oh, brilliant work, Aaron. You are now separated by some 50, 60 feet of open <laughs> air into a mine entrance that you cannot see. So what about Doran here? I punched you. Mm-hmm. And I was going to have my swarm push you forward. Instead, as the rocks were falling... I had them pull you back. Okay. Like farther away from the edge. Yeah. Doran takes a minimum of one bludgeoning damage uh, as he's pushed by the attack, but you go sailing away from the danger, Doran. All right. I am grabbing onto rocks on the wall, basically. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, I was concerned about crossing this gap before, but now I am at a loss. This is a terrible place for a mine. I don't understand why they wouldn't build any sort of bridge or railing. Why is it like this? I don't know. There's got to be another way in, though, right? There's, I mean, there has to be. If there's bismuth throughout this entire island, there's got to be multiple ways to get in. Uh, Poppy, can we talk to Huber? <laughs> Crap. I look around and see Poppy's not around. Poppy's <laughs> in a cave. Well, does I, anyone have a Poppy shell? I do. I, I have a Poppy echo poppy bell. Poppy shell. Uh, oh, this is going to be great. Poppy? Oh, look. 
Uh, how are you guys doing over there? It's really dark in here. Yeah, uh, I think we're, uh, maybe you can contact Huber and ask if there's another way in. Oh, yeah, hold on one second. I'm going to put you on hold. <laughs> beep, boop, 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 boop. <laughs> Huber. Hoppy, what news have you? Uh, well, not great. The, uh, the mine. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I, I dropped my echo bell. Okay, what were you saying? <laughs> Aaron and I are in the mine, but nobody else is because the, the bridge collapsed. It's all gone. Is there another way in? What bridge? Oh, uh, well, the path is no longer. It has fallen from the island. Yeah. Oh, kipshit. Um. <laughs> do, you think, do you think the mine will hold up too? The mine is indeed very low on the island. Parts of it may have fallen away. Great. Is there another another way in or out? Ask him if he can send someone to help. Can you send someone to help? We can have Shred run an effort to rappel down from the top of the cliffside into the mine, but it could take hours. Alright. What about that bird? Once Kree is summoned, we have little control. Well, that seems like a terrible pet bird. <laughs> There's no other entrance, though? There is one. Uh? It's in the basement of Tower 13, I'm afraid. <laughs> oh, the cursed one. We had sealed it off long ago. Uh, we might need to get in. You can hear him, like, pull away from the phone for a while, and then he comes back to it and he says, Under the circumstances, yes, I would permit it. All right, I'll send the others your way. We'll figure something out. Just hang tight. <laughs> Hang. Yeah. All right, goodbye. Journey, journey. Uh, Poppy, did you hear anything from Huber? Yep, you're going to have to go in the curse tower. Sorry. Uh, what? <laughs> go find Huber and he'll let you into tower 13. Is there another entrance to the mine in there? Yep. Great. All right. Well, Poppy, be careful in there and tell Aaron to keep an eye out. Will do. You guys be safe, too. And if I don't see you, well, tell Guy I'm sorry. Don't even worry. We're going to see you again. It's going to be all right. We're going to figure it out. Okay. See you soon. All right. Bye. Journey already hung up and is <laughs> <laughs> headed back the other direction. Hey, real quick. Are they, can we hear that? Is there, Are these like walkie-talkies or are these like yeah, you can one hear way? Yep. Okay. All right. We got to go to Tower 13. I guess you guys are getting what you wanted. Is this a fucking joke? <laughs> <laughs> No, really, this is like a trick to get us in trouble again, isn't it? <laughs> it's very elaborate. It could be. Well, at least we know where it is. True. Come on, you guys, let's go! <laughs> yes, hustle. Before long, you are all at the door of Tower 13 once again, except in the middle of the night, it's quite menacing out here on the east side of the island. With the wind blowing across you once again, the gravel beneath your feet. But this time, you're supposed to be here. <clears throat> well, uh, well, the door... It's locked. Uh, <laughs> we don't have to wait for Huber. Maybe we can just break in. Do not break in! You hear through the echo bell hanging off the door. <laughs> I oh. knew it! How do we, how do I we knew get it. in? I'm warning you. Do not. That chain across the door. 
It will cause the bell to sound again, and the inhabitants of this island are scared enough as it is. Oak, we can't break in because of the scary bell. You just need to undo the lock instead of breaking the chain. It's to alert us if anyone were to try to break into the tower. Hmm. Hmm. Aaron, if you just... Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, it's a magical lock. Uh, it's a simple activation. Let me look at my DM notes. Give me a sec. <laughs> <laughs> Prime Archivist and a DM. Cooper <laughs> was the DM the whole time? Uh, I should have saved that for the last episode. <laughs> <laughs> ah, yes, I've remembered. Uh, the, the padlock on that chain. You need only raise it to your lips. Press it to your face, and you say thank you. This is a joke. That's what we've done to enchant the lock. We thought it would be very difficult to guess. I I suppose, um... Press the lock to your lips and say thank you. Okay. Go ahead, Doran. This better not be Aaron. All right, I go and press my <laughs> lips to the locks, and I say, uh, thank you. Make the noise. What? Make the noise. Uh, nothing happens. What? Huber? Give, give me that. Perhaps you ha have to really mean it. Don't <sighs> don't linger so long. Just a quick peck and thank you. Okay. Thank you. Did it work? I don't know. Do it slower. <laughs> uh, you know what? It's it's okay. A few miners died. You know, we can just wait till the ship gets here. I'm telling you. Oh, no, that's right. We changed it to... Uh, oh, my. You're welcome. You're welcome. And the lock unravels. Okay. <laughs> oh, I hate that. Um, I didn't practice that. <laughs> the door swings open quite easily after that enchanted lock is gone. When it does open, you notice two things. One, there's a tiny hole in the ceiling here, letting a little bit of moonlight in through a little break in the plaster. Two, the first two floors of this building going down are gone. They are just blasted out holes. You can hear a hollow drone of wind as you see that beam of moonlight pouring through a little hole in the ceiling and there's destroyed shelvings on the wall where knowledge of curses were once held. Hmm. Doran, aren't you going to get that lock's number or? <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to push guy. <laughs> um, as you're kind of uh, looking at the tower and kind of examining the entrance, you hear again from the echo bell. Please do me one service, one single favor. What's that? A few days before you arrived, a very cunning gnome came asking to enter Tower 13. He said he had much to teach us if we let him in, but I would not. I refused him. Please, you must believe me when I tell you, Doran. I told him not to go in. When you find what remains of him, please bring him back to us. This is not the first time we've had to endure such a thing. Will do. All right, we better find Aaron and Poppy quickly. Real quick, though, um, based on who we saw on this island, is there anyone we might be suspicious of? You know, we have no idea what's happening here. It could be one of the miners. It could uh, be someone we've never met. It could be someone, one of the turtles, even. No, no, there was something. I, I didn't have time to tell you. I saw someone strange earlier today when I was off by myself. I ran into this old man, what looked like an old man, but there was something off about them. They gave off this fiendish 
maybe celestial sort of energy, and I, I don't think they meant well. Mm. But the at the time, I thought maybe I was just having an after effect from the driftweed. But very interesting. Are you sure this man was not me? Definitely wasn't you, guy. All right, this may be our culprit. Okay, well, um, I can see a bottom down this hole, so feeling pretty good about this. Um, <laughs> what? Just looking at <laughs> bottoms through holes. <laughs> nothing. <laughs> nothing wrong at all. Bottom hole. All right. Uh, I guess we should head down. Let's go back to Aaron and Poppy. You are uh, still kind of catching your breath in the entrance of that cave. You can see the night sky outside below you and a dark cave inside ahead of you. Um, I'm going to tap my headlamp. Okay. Ding, ding, ding. Same. Yeah, so when you tap this thing, you feel it kind of crack a little bit. Um, what these headlamps are is actually bismite-infused quartz called brighterite that will glow for four hours from now on. And then they'll be done, used up. Okay. So they're glow stick headlamps. Pretty much, yep. Okay. Maybe I'll keep mine until yours runs out in in case we get stuck. Sure. Um, Just make sure it's it's on, like on your head. Yeah. Okay. Um, Why don't we go ahead and rope each other together? Do we have like a sort of harness where it would be easy to untie if we needed to? Yeah, definitely. With those harnesses from the from Mm -hmm. the mining house and then the rope that you got also. Yeah, you can tether Mm -hmm. each other. Give us like maybe ten feet of rope between us. Follow me, and then Aaron's gonna start leading the way. Okay. Uh, give me a perception check, each of you. <laughs> Sixteen. Nine. Okay. Uh, Aaron, you notice something glowing out of the corner of your eye, but when you turn to look at it, you can't really see it anymore. Hmm. Poppy, I think there's something there, but it keeps disappearing when I actually look at it. Poppy, make a perception check. Again. Ooh, 22. Whoa. Fantastic. Uh, Just as you were turning away, you saw it too, and it summoned your vision right back to it. You definitely saw a glowing lump. It looks like a hard hat left on the ground. Uh, I think it's, um, maybe it's another hat, like one of these. Um, Aaron walks over and tries to just kick it with her foot. Uh, yeah, you kick it, and you can feel something, like, hard and uh, almost glossy, but it seems very stubborn. There's some give to it, like it does move a little bit, but it really wants to stay where it is. Aaron tries to pick it up? Yeah, give me, uh, it's it's really resistant to being picked up, but there is some give to it. Give me a strength check. Fucking strength, man. <laughs> Three. Yeah, not even close. All right, well... That's fine. Let's keep going. Is it bismite? Would I know that? No, it's okay. not bismite. It is lustrous, but it's dark. All right. I don't know, Poppy. I don't know if there's anything we can do. I mean, it's a rock that you know of. Oh, fine. We'll just keep walking. Aaron kind of tugs Poppy along with the rope. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> My unwilling child. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you keep plodding along with Poppy right behind you, and... <clears throat> Around certain corners, there's a little more light than there are in other places, and that's because of this dull blue glowing moss on the cave walls in some places. Provides enough light for you to kind of find your way by, even without that uh, headlamp. 
but moving down these corridors, uh, you do start to see some bismite on the walls. Uh, like you had heard before through the Echo Bell, it's all silvery. It's It's gone depleted. I don't know enough about bismite, but it seems kind of probably not good that it's dead bismite holding up a floating island. Yeah, maybe that's why this part of the island's falling away. Let's go. Aaron uh, looks nervous as uh, they see all the dead bismite and Mm. tries to speed up. Uh, You, at that point, do come to your first choice here. You see a uh, left-ish tunnel that is glowing a little more brightly than what you had seen before, and a right path that is much darker and heads down again. Flip a coin. (laughs) Sure. All right. Aaron pulls a copper out of their pocket. Aaron's only copper. (laughs) Yeah. Hey, I have more money now. Someone gave me some. So the blue one is heads, and the dark one is tails. Okay. Where'd it go? Uh, Behind your By your bag. It's blue. Guess we're going down the lit path. Poppy sounds so disappointed. Gee, I hope I don't regret that decision. <laughs> All right, here we go. Uh, Actually, let's split up. Each go down. No, just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> Fuck you. Uh, not far down that left path, um, it starts to get a little tighter, closer together. Uh, the walls are closing in a little bit, and... This path actually terminates in a sort of a dead end, but it's also covered with more of that moss and also a huge horde of these spiky balls. It's like uh, maybe the size of a grapefruit, um, a little larger. Um, If you've ever seen sea urchins, that is the look of them, except they are glowing blue and they're getting brighter the closer you get. Uh, Do you know what those are? Uh, No. I've never left a city. Um, do they look like, can we get a sense if they're like alive or if they're a rock? You can tell they're alive. Their spines are like wiggling, but just a little bit, like millimeters at a time. They don't look like they're fast if they can move. Hey, Jeremy. Uh, yeah, Poppy, are you okay? We're, yeah, we're exploring. Um, Why? <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't want to get dropped off the edge of a cliff. I guess. We're trying to find a way out. Uh, do you know right. do you know what these might be? And then I described the urchins. Would I know what those are? Can I do some sort of nature check? Yep, you can give me a knowledge nature or survival check. It's up to you. Ooh. Ooh. Thank you for giving us echo bells. <laughs> yeah. Love a survival check. That's a dirty 20. Nice. All right. Way to phone a friend, Poppy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's good. Um, okay. Dirty 20. These are bursting urchins. Oh, dear. <laughs> Jesus. Glowing blue spiky pods. Uh, heat or trauma cause them to burst. <laughs> when they do, uh, they inject a poison into the people that were struck with the spines. Uh, the poison itself is not all that harmful. Uh, it does indeed hurt. It'll make you feel sick. Um, but it also causes your veins to glow bright blue for an hour. Cool. That might be useful, actually. Uh, Poppy, you might want to step back from those. They, um, they'll, they'll burst if you get too close, if if they're too warm, or if you hit them. Oh, oh no! And then, um, yeah, they'll, they'll, they'll poke you, and they'll give you a little bit of a, of a hurt. It, it's not that bad, but it's bad enough that I wouldn't recommend staying close. Eric, don't you, touch it. They'll make you glow if you get hit, though. That's kind of fun. 
Aaron, do you want to glow? Um, Aaron's listening to this and inspecting the creature. Um, I'm going to try to find a small one mm-hmm. and see how attached it looks to the rock it's on. Yeah. Um, hmm. Give me a dexterity check or, or a sleight of hand up to you. Oh, my God. I'm the Pokedex. Yes. <laughs> First thing, our 10. I'll do sleight of hand. Okay. Also, I like how it's it's like drinking a glow stick. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that's a 19. Okay. So I'm just seeing if I would be able to remove it easily without it exploding. Yeah. From the, like detach it into like a little bag. You give it like a tentative wiggle to see how stuck it is to mm-hmm. this thing. And with that wiggle, you actually pick it up accidentally and you're like, oh. All right. I'll just put it in a little pouch. Awesome. I'm, I'm thinking it's like softball size, the one I picked up. Yeah. I would say baseball or smaller, actually. Okay. Yeah. Perfect. Yep. I'll just uh, gently keep it on my person. Okay. We might use this later, but it's in a little bag now. Yeah. Okay. All right. So turn back around then. What is it called? A bursting? Bursting urchin. urchin. All right. Bursting urchin. Don't touch me on this side. And Aaron kind of shows her where the bulge. Pat's the pack. No. (laughs) 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 All right. Let's let's move out. We might be able to use this later. (laughs) The urchin has the bursting urchin. What? Because Aaron's an urchin. (laughs) 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 All right. We just head back to the other tunnel and go the other way. Meanwhile. Back at Tower 13, looking over the first two destroyed floors, the giant circular holes in the floor leading down to sub-basement level three. What do you guys do? What do you think is down there? An old man or maybe a gnome? Or maybe bursting urchins, I guess? I I guess I'm I'm surprised to see them here. I, I didn't know anything about the Skylands, but I assumed that they were a creature of the mainland. Hmm. I've, Hmm. An invasive species, perhaps. Possibly. Maybe they came over on a ship. Who knows? Oh, yeah. You're supposed to clean your ship in between <laughs> Skyland stops. <laughs> That's exactly right, Doran. <laughs> Burstacles. Burstacles. Um, I don't like that word. <laughs> I don't want to think about burstacles. <laughs> <laughs> it hurts. Burst and testicles. <laughs> uh, I mean, is it dark in here? Uh, quite dark, except for this dull moonbeam coming in through the okay, ceiling. Okay, and as we get further down, it gets darker. Yes. Uh, I I may be able to scout ahead down below. <laughs> Great. Uh, oh. Doran, do you still have that rope? Yep. I take out the rope tentatively. Guy removes his head from his shoulders and hands it to Doran. What, are you just going to bite the rope? Like, how does... Well, you could tie it around my head. Okay, I'll do that. <laughs> okay. You tie the rope around Guy's neck and hang him upside down. <laughs> Your head's pretty heavy. I'm going to start lowering uh, it down. Careful now. Careful. Okay. So I'm uh, I'm looking for anything, any way we could like climb down, like handholds, and then see what's at the bottom too. Sure. Yeah. Uh, so although the floors of these floors are quite destroyed, the stairs are relatively intact. If you were to shimmy around the edge of this place out to the stairs, you'd be able to make it down each subsequent floor. The shimmying wouldn't be much harder than the ledge that you had experienced earlier. The one that broke apart into pieces and was well, gone. And almost yeah. killed us. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Okay. <laughs> we might be able to shimmy our way down. Perfect. Do you want to... I'll, I'll pull you up. Well, uh, I can see what's at the bottom. Oh, okay. I'll let you go down further. 
Yeah, all the way down on the uh, third floor here. You can see that practically every single jar that was in here full of memories and conversations has been obliterated. Um, the contents of those memories are God knows where, maybe lost forever. Uh, but you do see an open doorway leading to the stairs going down. Judging from what you were told and knowing that each of these towers are exactly 20 stories, you've got 19 floors to go before you hit the basement. Well, at this point, you've got what, 16, 17? All right, uh, there's an open door. We should be able to make our way through. All right. You ready? Yeah, let's do it. Well, bring me up, if you please. <laughs> As I'm bringing them up, I'm going to like let it slip a little bit. Like, whoa, oh. <laughs> Sorry, guy. <laughs> then I'll pull it up the rest of the way. A little bit of rope burn on your neck, guy. Yeah. Uh, guy's body uh, mines a little laugh, like <laughs> <laughs> a silent laugh. Yeah, it's not funny. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, this is interesting. Okay. <laughs> All right. Uh, I need an athletics check from each of you to shimmy your way down. Oh, that's quite bad. No. Quite bad. I did a very bad. Three. Eight. <laughs> Six. Guys. Good God. <laughs> They're dead. Starting <laughs> strong. All right. Here's what happens. Yeah. Doran's leading the way. Yep. He's got his back up to the wall beginning to shimmy. <laughs> you see something twinkling bright down on the third floor, Doran. You lean over to see, oh, what was that? And you completely lose your footing and begin falling. You reach out to grab Guy and grab him by the chest. Guy oh. kind of reaches out for you. He starts falling, reaches out for Journey, grabs her. She starts falling. You all oh plummet. My God. Sweet. This is this happens like every few episodes. Uh, can I? I'm going to press my lock stop dagger. Yeah, okay. Cool. Uh, you are saved from the bludgeoning damage. Uh, ooh, give me a strength check. You're still holding on to the other two. Let's see how you get ripped in half here. Yeah. <laughs> Your Spider-Man moment. Yeah, unnatural one. Oh my god! <laughs> oh no! Unnatural. You one. shake guy off of your hand as you grab the lockstop dagger, so you can stop in midair, and then you just kind of let go of guy and have him fall. Okay. Um, yeah. So again, the uh, dagger that you have, you are, you're able to click a button and stop it midair, and kind of use it like a handlebar stuck, you know, wherever you want. Okay. So you're just kind of dangling there, right off the ledge. Uh, Guy and Journey take four bludgeoning damage each as you land on your backs on the third floor. Jesus. Oof. Sorry, Guy and Journey. There was something sparkly down there, though. Um, uh, hold did, on. I, I'll, I'll, I'll catch up. Did you find it? I figure you're closer to it now, so maybe you can <laughs> see if you see it. Guy, you look over and see a pile of broken glass. <laughs> <laughs> I found it. All right. <laughs> so holding on to the dagger, I'm just going to kind of swing myself, build up some momentum, and try to, like, unlatch it, and then try to, like, land back on the cliff and work my way down. Yeah, give yeah. me acrobatics for that. I like that A word. Let's see. There we go. 18. All right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Smooth as ever. Okay. Back on the ledge. As if it was a fucking joke that you made them fall. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, uh, Doran, I would say you're able to uh, easily shimmy your way back down to the third floor to meet them. Okay. Yeah. You guys all right? Ah, <clears throat> uh, yes. <sighs> uh, yeah, I'm fine. 
Journey stands up and then does like a full body like dog shake. <laughs> I feel like Guy is a better uh, front lead on this one. Maybe you take the lead again. Sorry about that. I will take the lead. Thanks. <laughs> is that what I said last time? Yeah, yes. I think so. What do we got here? The next few floors are all quite the same. Destroyed jars. Uh, every shelf is obliterated. The stairs and doors are left intact so that you can still navigate here, but not much left to any of these rooms. It looks like somebody had either intentionally destroyed everything here, or somebody had been fighting in each of these rooms. What do you think happened to all these memories? I think they're just gone. I think we'll have to double back here once we find everyone. Maybe it is worth understanding what happened so we know what we're walking into. Can we do a quick investigation on our way through? Yeah. Or, okay. I'd also like to keep an eye out for the either the old man or the gnome. Any sort of evidence of recent people in there. Yeah. So the answer is no journey. No recent people because it takes a long time for people to become skeletons. Mm-hmm. Hmm. But you do find a skeleton. Oh. Uh, it is wearing uh, like like fantastically noble clothes that are still in good condition, even having you know the rest of it turned to dust down here. I mean, there's some rot and stains on the mm-hmm. clothes, but this skeleton is decked in finery, and there's still jewelry on it. I mean, I don't have great like medicine. Oh, I do have. He's great definitely medicine. dead, though. <laughs> That's not what I'm. I can save him. <laughs> Let me give the bone CPR. <laughs> <laughs> no, I um, I want to kind of medically, biologically investigate this person to get an idea of who they were, like race, gender type deals. Yeah, this was a uh, human male. Um, it looked like they were quite small as a person. They have a small scepter near them, a mace. Um, it looks like they were maybe trying to fight or they came in here with the intention of fighting. You get the sense this might have been a religious type figure, perhaps a cleric. Hmm. This is this is real odd. Uh, it looks like this person was fighting something in here. and I want to check for any sort of lingering magic around this person. Okay. Can I do a detect magic? Yes. Oh, that's a terrible idea. I'm not going to use detect magic. That's my last spell slot. Okay. Uh, you could make an arcana check just to see. Yeah, yeah, I'll do that instead. Oh, so bad. 11. Yeah. Um, no arcane magic. Not really. Okay. Doran, I don't know anything about what really happened to this person, but... They look like they might have had some magic to them. I can't tell for sure. Can I do a knowledge of religion check, maybe? Sure. All right. Yeah. Should just be using a coin. Um, so, <laughs> yeah. That's still going to be a four. Okay. Bad roll crew. Yeah. No new information there. Wow. Well, Come, you two. We have many stories yet to go. When we must reunite with the others. Yeah, you're right. Lead the way, guy. I will. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so you are leaving the jeweled skeleton behind? Oh. I can't discern much. Guy is. Anyway. Do any of the jewels look like 
particularly interesting. <laughs> um, the mace on the ground itself is encrusted with jewels, uh, a large ruby uh, in the crest of it, and some gold filigree. Uh, he's also wearing a jeweled necklace. If we don't take it, Aaron's going to. We might as well just grab it. I see you eyeing the journey. I, I'm just, I don't have a lot of hitting stuff. Stuff. Most of the hitting I do is with arrows, so oh. I was thinking maybe. I, yeah, mace. Perfect. I'll try it. I don't know. I'll grab might. the necklace. Okay. Yeah. This right. man has no further use for him, that's for sure. I, I guess. All right. Uh, Doran, when you grab the necklace, you hear a tiny, tiny noise. I need a perception check out of the three of you. Oh, no. <laughs> Are you sure you want to Are leave you... behind the bejeweled corpse? <laughs> what, were you just... You guys are fools. That's like, <laughs> six. You're just trying to bait us into running into your traps. Uh-huh. Like, man, I want to see this one go off. Uh-huh. 13. Switching what was dice. the check? Uh, perception. Uh, I would let you do investigation. 18. <sighs> Thank God. Doran. A little tiny clicky tappy noise as you pull the necklace away. Something else had fallen off their person. You're not sure where from, but unmistakably, a small perfect diamond. With one glance, you know, a thousand gold at least. It's on the floor. Pick that up. You got it. <laughs> Sleight of hand. Sure. Stealthily. Like I'm gonna like adjust my boot. Yeah. That's gonna be a six. From the two people who don't care or know about <laughs> journey, journey and guy bonk our heads together. <laughs> hey, I got a thirteen, so I didn't see that the diamond fell, but I saw Doran pick it up. Yeah, with a six, Doran, you lay on your belly and you pick it up in front of you and go, "Oh." <laughs> <laughs> I hate right. this. Uh, meanwhile, <laughs> we're back in the cave with those bursting urchins. Um, <laughs> Erin had just packed one away in her uh, little pouch, and it sounded like you were about to turn back and try the other way. Is that right? Yeah. Okay. As you're leaving that dead end, you hear a distant voice. Help! 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 And he runs into this bright blue glowing cave and runs up to you and goes, help! Help! And like runs and just dives into the two of you. Oh no. Oh no! Oh no! I need, uh... What does it look like? This... A uh, human man. Okay. Yep. Uh, comes uh, more or less tackling uh, right between the two of you on your rope, or just kind of running through and sort of snags the two of you so that you fold around him. Um, yeah, I'm going to need a strength save from both of you to not be knocked down. Strength? Yeah. Phil, Marty, Any, anything else <laughs> that I could use? Oops, that's not a d20. <laughs> <laughs> Natural roll 20. That's two. Minus one. Okay. Literally, I've seen them both happen. And Poppy, you might actually have disadvantage on this for your loafers of levitation. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) Poppy just... (laughs) 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 It's like a balloon on a tether. Yeah. 13. Okay. Nice. So, yeah, pretty much uh, this guy runs in here and... Uh, Erin is plenty firm in her footing, and uh, Poppy is less firm with her loafers. Uh, She gets kind of whirled around, but lands softly and graciously on the other side of Erin, using her as kind of a fulcrum. This guy is running and kind of stops dead right before the urchins, and he goes, What are those? Uh, You don't want to jump in there. They might explode. Uh, What's going on? Who are you? uh, uh, I'm just, I'm trying, I gotta get out. Are you Phil? Yeah. All right, we were looking for you. You got to go with us. Okay. 
Oh my god, my friends are dead. What happened? My colleagues, there was something in there. I... Back the other path? Yeah, it's not, it's still there. You guys gotta get out of here. What is it? I, I don't know, it looked like a man, like an old man. Oh no. Quick, get on the bell. Old men are scary. Uh, Journey? Uh, uh, yeah, sorry, what? Journey, you said the guy you saw was old? Uh, <laughs> what? The old man you saw earlier. Yeah, there was an old man and he was kind of creepy and a little scary and a little, he seemed almost out of this time. Uh, well, we found a survivor who saw an old man. Is it Philip J. Collins? <laughs> you said you were, you were Phil? Yeah, I'm Phil. Yeah, it's Phil. Oh, Are you Philip J. Collins? Yeah, that's me. Uh, this guy was old and he killed your friends? Wait. Phil? What? What were the name of your companions? Uh, Mar- Marty. <laughs> I'm sorry, you have to be strong, though. Marty and... <laughs> Aaron's gonna roll an insight check. Sure. Damn. <laughs> she called his eyes. Twenty-one. <laughs> In the midst of his sobs. <laughs> <laughs> he flashes his bright blue eyes up at you. <laughs> so briefly, Aaron. And then back into his hands and continues the act. Oh my god, I'm so scared. I'm <laughs> <No>! chill. <laughs> I just, I, I, you gotta help me get out of here. I can't be in here any longer. It's help. okay, sir. We're gonna help you. Yeah, just, you just gotta come with us, okay? Yeah. He just kind of starts hobbling off in the way of the exit. Okay, um, we'll ducky? right behind you. Ducky. <laughs> ducky. <laughs> yeah, little foot. <laughs> Sorry. His journey, Sarah? No. Poppy, duck, and Aaron pushes Poppy aside to the ground and chucks the urchin in her pouch at the back of his head. Oh, amazing! Amazing. Is this just a it's, a it's a ranged attack, yep, yeah. with your dexterity. <sighs> Not good. Ranged attack. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. It's ten. You wind back with the urchin and throw it at him, and with his eyes still watching you just a little bit. He moves his head abruptly to one side as you throw it towards him, and the urchin shatters on the back wall behind him, and he says, what was that? As the urchin explodes on the wall and stabs him in the back. And he goes, what? And you can see, starting right between his eyes on his forehead, you see his veins start to glow blue. But his veins are, they're not like yours, and they're not like mine. There are these spirals that work throughout his body, and it outlines something not at all a human. He says, I I think I have to get going. Oh. And he's kind of looking at the two of you. Get out of here. Journey. He drops the act. You're too wise not to follow. And he begins calmly leaving the room. I'm going to go back and make sure Poppy's okay. I pushed her on the ground. Yeah. Did you whisper into the echo bell? Yeah. Yeah, Poppy? I don't think he was a survivor. You you, you saw him? I don't know. I don't know. He's not, he's not human. 
So it, it wasn't, it wasn't Phil? I don't think so. I think he's, he's headed back down the mine. You can still see him. Poppy, whispering in the echo bell, you can still see his shadow down the hallway. You can see those little spikes of bismite on the wall. He puts his hands to both of them. He puts his forehead to the wall and you hear him. And you see the last little bit of pink hue drain from the bismite. Oh no. The island begins to rumble and he begins walking away again. He's eating it. Eating the bismite. How? Meanwhile, you guys have traveled floor after floor in Tower 13. You, by anyone's guess, you're between floors 13 and 14 now, going down. We gotta go faster. We gotta get to them. If if they're with that, that old man that I saw, they're in deep trouble. If he's eating bismite? Guy, we need to pick up pace. There's gotta be a way into the mines somewhere. Should be at the bottom, I believe. And you're just a few floors away from it. However, when you come to this next threshold, this doorway, it's much darker. There was a little bit of light with the other ones where you'd see a little bit of this, you know, blue glow from some placed moss in these rooms, but this one is dark. And you see something moving in the darkness. What? Did you see that? Hello? I tap my uh, light helmet. Yeah, it turns on. At that very moment, you see this winged figure beyond the darkness. These large, abstract patterns playing out on big, flat sheets. And it turns, and it races towards you, and it slams up against the open threshold, and you suddenly see the word bonk just play out in open air. This thing winds up and rushes you again, Dorn. It's trying to eat you. It's trying to get at you. It looks like a humanoid moth with six dead arms hanging off of it. Just limp gray dead arms. It's made of that same black shadowy substance that you had seen earlier that that dog was made of back in the ironworks. This thing reels back and rushes you again and it hits the wall. And Tex just shows up again. No. Denied. Stop. Crack. Bonk. Crack. Crack. Uh Uh-oh. And you hear from the shadows. Don't worry. It's not going to get through. Never. You see a gnome emerge from the shadows. Keep it coming, pal. I can play all day. A uh, bemustached gnome. Yes! uh, Wearing a fancy cap. Opens up his right hand and in it, out of nothing but golden light, forms a quill. He takes the quill and touches it to the veins on his wrist, and it begins to draw his blood out into the quill. And he says, I got plenty of ink. What the fuck? He draws another line across the ground, and this barrier that had been cracking just starts to reform into a solid barrier. He says, I was just about to pull a pretty tough maneuver. Are you here to help? We're here to go to the mine. What mine? This isn't a mine. It's a library about curses. Uh, there's an, there's an entrance to the mine, the Bismite mine underneath. From the bottom floor of this place, it sounds like. Ah, ugh. Now we've got about six floors to go to the bottom. It's gonna be a while. I can only do this about once a day. What is this thing? And who are you? 
Ugh, sorry. Engelbert Wisherspoon, at your service. And this is not a curse. I thought it was, but it's not. I mean, that's why I'm here, was to learn about all these curses, but I, I don't know what this is. It's made of, it's like wet ink or a fine powder. I can't tell. It's like liquid darkness. That's a damn shame, too. I'm pretty good at curses. And this I haven't seen before. But I'll be damned if one moth is going to take me down. I've been keeping those pests off my books for my whole life. Well, aren't you a little badass? <laughs> <laughs> he looks at you and kind of thumbs the nose and goes, that's right. <laughs> yeah. um, Can I call you Bert? <laughs> Please. All my friends do. Bert, uh, first off, that moth thing, uh, I think it's uh, probably got something to do with bismite. If that didn't click already. But uh, we actually are in a bit of a hurry. We think that there's some sort of fiendish creature that is draining bismite energy and causing the island to shake. We also have a couple of friends down there. Um, yeah, that's uh, quite a predicament. Okay, yep, let's do it. You guys got weapons, right? Yeah. Yes. I was using this old trick called Channel Divinity to push this thing back a little bit every day, but to be honest, I'm... Getting pretty exhausted. I don't even know how long I've been down here. So here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to drop the barrier. I'm going to channel my divinity one more time. We're going to push this thing down another level, and then it's on you. I've got maybe one healing spell left in me, so if it gets dire, you can come to me. Sounds like a plan. We're ready. Okay. Oh, one more thing. It goes for bright stuff, so be wary of that. Okay. Three... Two. One. Engelbert moves to take this gigantic book uh, off of his side that's kind of strapped to him. He opens the pages up to the moth after having dropped the barrier, and he just goes, Behold! <laughs> and the moth goes, <laughs> It just kind of retreats uh, back down those stairs to the next level, and you can hear it thrashing and just destroying every jar in that room. Run down those stairs and roll initiative. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ. You guys need to put them in jail? I'm all right now. I did. This is medium rolling. 18. Three. Oh, God. 17. That's not bad. Put all your dice in jail. Tell them that they're all in trouble. Put them all in jail. Initiative isn't that important. Says the three. All right, Doran, you're first up. Okay. I'm going to, are there any like uh, torches, sconces, candles? Yeah, there's a sconce with a bit of this blue glowing moss in it. That's the only thing that really lights any of these rooms. Is there anything that could be lit, like a candle or anything in it? There are unlit candles around here as well. Okay. You got this, Journey, and I'm going to touch Journey's shoulder and give Journey bardic inspiration. Okay. And then I'm going to cast uh, Prestidigitation. And uh, I'm, I'm going to try to light a few candles uh, not directly next to us. Okay. Um, so is this in the, you know, he kind of pushed it down one floor. Are you chasing it into that next room and doing this? Yes. Okay. I imagine because, yeah, we need to head that way. Yeah. And then these lower floors, are they wrecked already? Um, no, uh, not quite as much, actually. Okay. Yeah. Well, I'm going to, so, yeah, I guess whatever candle is near a wall just to kind of distract it. I'm going to try to light a few candles. Okay. Yeah. You light three candles around the room, kind of equally placed, just not near you. And that's my turn. Okay. Journey. Journey is going to run down the stairs and get into the doorway. Mm -hmm. 
and cast Hunter's Mark okay. on this giant evil icky moth. Um, and then, yeah, I'm just going to shooty, shooty arrow. Okay. Nat 20. God damn. Yeah. All right. Damn. Nice. Uh, so 25 to hit. <laughs> yeah, you got it. That's a crit. Uh, okay, so I double the dice? Or is that? Yep. Okay. Double all the dice. And when I hit with an attack, my gathered swarm can also attack. It's just that attacks dice that double, right? Every involved dice doubles. All right. We won't argue. 2d8 <laughs> plus 2d6. Hunter's Mark? And yes. Oh my goodness. Here we go. Go, Tara, go. This is what Journey was meant to do. 10, 15, 21, 24 damage. (laughs) Nice. Also, you got this floating around. Ooh, thank you. And this is with your light bow as well. Right, but I didn't charge it. Sure. So... Uh, you send uh, the arrow itself is still luminous uh, enough to see in the dark anyway. Okay. When you fire it off, it uh, lands into this moth, and you can see it sticking out of its abdomen. Uh, it was a direct hit with this arrow. Your swarm chases down that arrow, and they just hammer right where you hit, and they just begin to like essentially erode away, disintegrate portions of this thing. They rip part of this thing to pieces. Uh, you can see you've done a significant portion of this thing's life force is gone. Great. Uh, next up is the moth itself. I wouldn't have left the doorway, so after I shot my arrow, I would have kind of ducked behind the doorway. Okay, yeah, we'll say Doran's kind of the primary target right now. Mm-hmm. Three. It immediately charges for those candles around the room. It goes towards two that are somewhat near each other, and with a giant flap of its wings, you see this inky dust fall off of it, and it casts darkness in a large radius. Uh, about half this room goes unnaturally dark. Um, you wouldn't be able to see it even if you had the brightest light in the world because of this fine, dark, inky mist that's obscuring it now. It also dives out of that darkness and is charging uh, straight for Doran. It's got its mouth open. You can see what look like the arms of six corpses that are just hanging off of it, just these useless, gray, slimy arms, as it rushes towards you and opens this strange sideways moth mouth. But instead of biting you, Doran, it gets near you and starts to draw backwards. It is pulling your spirit away. Uh. I need that. <laughs> I'm using that. <laughs> Alright, that's an unnatural 20, Doran. I mean, yeah. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Does that hit? And that's 11 uh, psychic damage. Do you have spell slots available? Ooh. Yes. Yoink. You take an additional 2 psychic damage and one of your level 1 spell slots is consumed. What a dick. The monster <laughs> No, I have no blame for this. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. Uh, that brings us to Guy. Okay. Guy charges in a little bit late and sees what's happening to Doran and charges with his greatsword. Okay. I'm using a couple new tricks here, so okay. uh, bear with me. I'm using uh, Channel Divinity to add plus 10 to this roll. Okay. Nice. <laughs> Bert winks somewhere. Mm-hmm. <laughs> somewhere. Are you I a got cleric? got the idea from him. He's a paladin. So basically, yes. He's a cleric with swords, a.k.a. Paladin. 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 <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, new man. character yeah. idea. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> okay, so that's a 21 to hit. 
Okay, with a 21 to hit, that absolutely makes contact. Okay. And I am also popping a Divine Smite. Okay. Beautiful. Is this an undead or fiend? Um, interesting. I have to make a long-term decision right now, and I will say it is a fiend. Ooh. You love to hear it. <laughs> you love to hear it. Tara, as a player, thought that was interesting. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Oof. That makes Ooh. up for it. That's Ooh. the biggest number those dice can Ooh. do. What'd you get? Uh, 16 to start. Okay. Oh. Good start. 16 plus 17. 33? 33. Oh, nice. Oh my nice. God. All right, Doran. You don't need me. I just Here's take the, thing. the beating. Guy charges in with his great sword trailing behind him and like spins and slashes at the monster. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You guys see what Guy is capable of. The momentum that Guy commands with his armor, his sword, the size of him. You would be terrified to be on the other side of this. Guy drags his heavy sword across the ground such that it's dragging sparks illuminating this room, grabbing the attention of the moth. It looks down. Guy raises this sword that probably none of you could even lift. He brings it over his head after the spin and spirals back down into this thing and he lops off one of its wings. Maybe it's just Guy. Maybe it's something about the material composition of his sword, but it hates what just happened to him. Wow. It is almost dead. Well, Doran lit some candles, so, you know. <laughs> hey, I'm not even here. <laughs> All right, so Doran tries to pull out his rapier, and it gets stuck a little bit. It's pretty, pretty intimidated. And, uh, yeah, then uh, Hand in Basket runs forward and just uh, pokes it in the face, or tries to. Okay. Uh, we got a 23 to hit. Hey. Yeah. Doran's here. Four damage. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Well, it is almost dead, so. Uh, give me a perception check, Doran. 14. Okay. In the heat of battle here, even in the darkness, with that one candle glowing and, you know, the recent sparks from Guy, you do catch just a little glimpse of something. You stab this thing straight through in the wing. It moves a little bit so that you don't get it in the abdomen. But when you drag your rapier out of it, you see that your steel is creating this frothy trail wherever it touches this thing's skin. Hmm. It similarly recoils from your attack. It hates the touch of your weapon for a lot of reasons. Uh, next up is Journey. Yeah, I'm just, uh, Journey just peeks around the corner and pulls back the bow, taking a moment to really light it up. Okay. Extra D4 if I hit. 21 to hit. Definitely hits. Um, so that's a D8, plus a D6, plus a D6, plus a D4. Now that's what I call damage. <laughs> <laughs> Volume 7. <laughs> All your greatest hits. <laughs> 15 damage. All told is 15? Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, I guess I don't need to write that down. With this attack, you see the arrow kind of pierce through it, right through the abdomen. It, it's out of dodging attempts at this point. It's used all of its force to try to get away from Doran. You catch it on the backswing, right through the abdomen. Your fey buds trace in after that, but they're pretty much just examining a corpse. Uh, this thing is kind of fading and falling and hits the ground, falling on its back, and it begins to rapidly lose its form, becomes sort of smoothed over and shapeless as it disintegrates into black dust. Would this look like the 
Would Journey remember that this looks like the black dog creature? Definitely. For sure. Yeah, you'd never forget what happened to that fey bud. Yeah. Nice work. We should probably check in with Poppy and Aaron. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, Poppy, are you there? I'm still here. Um, we we ran into some trouble getting down to the to the other entrance, but we're on our way. We're back on track. Um, look out for some of the the creatures, like the one we saw in Farewell, the the one the Feyboat got turned into. Oh, the big scary dog thing. Yeah, we we saw something like that. It was a, it was like a moth though, so it can I guess they can be anything. So okay, yeah, I uh. Noted. Yeah, be careful. Keep an eye out. I don't know if that thing is headed towards you, but um, he's glowing now. He's glowing? Yeah, we kind of hit him with an urchin. Oh, good job. We'll watch out. We'll probably have to follow him. Keep a good distance. We'll see you soon. Back in that tower, you hear Bert kind of coming down the stairs, and he's humming to himself, da 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 I take it it went well. Uh, yeah, we got rid of that creature for you, um, Mister Mister Wisherspoon. This isn't a curse, but it's something real evil. This is something that we've seen it before. Fey creatures like these guys, and I kind of gesture to the buds all around me. If they get drained with bismat, drained to refill bismat. They turn into creatures like that thing. Uh-huh. Well, I don't know quite as much about this stuff as you do, but... Can we walk and talk when we... Yeah, when we get down Yeah, we gotta go, but... Uh, quick warning before we keep going. Uh, okay, you're gonna want to, at least on this level, maybe cover your mouth. Um, he kind of gestures around. Uh, some of the jars had been destroyed in the scuffle here. There's kind of another part they don't tell you about with all this smoke memory stuff on the island. If you breathe it in and you smell it, um, it stays with you forever. Those memories are just yours now. Uh, you definitely don't want to do that because over the last week, I've inhaled like 14 stories of curses. Um, so I got a lot kind of rattling around up there right now. I didn't want to know this much about this stuff. I inhaled all of it. Every detail. Well, thanks for the warning. Yeah. Oh, and Witcher Spoon. Yeah. Thanks. Uh, no problem, guy. <laughs> and I think we'll end it there. <laughs> I'm your DM, Tim. This is Hannah, playing Aaron. I'm your journey, and I'm Tara. <laughs> I'm Thomas. I am Guy, and not Bert. <laughs> I'm John. I play uh, fully sold Doran. Well... Uh, <laughs> I like we don't know that. <laughs> and I'm Maggie, and I play P- P- Poppy Kenmore. <laughs> Help us. We'll see you in the next one. <laughs> Woo! Woo!